I'm the best in the world at what I do. I've been the best since day one. On this microphone, in the booth, in my bed, I live it. I breathe it. I am it. Welcome to the Soldier. Telling you, y'all too gullible and ain't ain't original. Told the world I'm the best, said it on my seminal. Just because you got some lights doesn't mean to feel you. Fuck your profile, that image ain't the end of you. Past mistakes, way in the back like a review. Drop jewels, valuable to some like a heirloom. Other waste of knowledge, throw it in the garbage. When I was young, did the same to be honest. But then again, I wasn't the phonics. Had the intellect to process at the sonic. Wasn't for the chronic, where to reach my potential. Underachieved so much, would have failed as a criminal. Success that I gone a little more than minimal. Way less than maximum, more like remedial. Live by the code, don't bite the hand of feed you. Fucking with Dawn, eat dessert through a feeding tube. edition of the Salty Thought to Donnie Ooh podcast featuring the one and only Donnie Ooh best of what he does yeah this week this edition I ain't gonna lie this shit's probably gonna be way shorter than normal because leading into me recording actually finally commencing to record I had certain things on my mind that I felt like 
riffing about. But then the, as the time went by, I'm like, I really don't feel like talking about that. And as I said last week, being the fact that my Warriors finally won the championship and the NBA finals and the NBA season is in the rearview mirror. That kind of opens the slate up. Yeah, I'll talk about my Masons. I'll get more localized because, man, anyway, I'll get more localized, talk about my Masons and, you know, and get myself revved up, ready for training camp to open for my J-E-T-S, Jet, Jet, Jets, and all that shit. But in the meantime, like I said, the slate is open. And with the slate being open, that means I can be creative with how the fuck I'm going to do this podcast. First and foremost, I swear, the location I'm doing this shit in is like a combination of two worlds. Normally, I don't do this shit really out in the open. Yeah, I'm in the humble abode, but usually I go into a secluded place, a secluded area, but that secluded area is way too fucking noisy for me to record. (laughs) So, I'm kind of out in the open, and hopefully I'm not disturbing anybody trying to get any sleep. Because it's about 2 o'clock in the morning. And that's because I procrastinated slash tried to see if something was going to come through. But shit didn't come through. So then I had to kind of rev up the shit. And um, truth be told, fell asleep. Uh, went out with the missus, you know, the sponsor, the Lewis Snapback Box. Only available in my apartment. More specifically in my bed. More specifically me in between those thighs. But anyway, we went out into the hot weather and came back and had dinner. And I caught the itis like a motherfucker and took a little cat nap. Then when I woke up, it took me a minute to have the brain to start to function. And I looked at the time and I'm like, oh, shit, I got to do this pod. Yeah. So I came up with an... I'm not going to lie, I kind of ate this shit from none other than Mr. Cole from AEW. But um, this week is going to be story time with Donnie fucking O. I'm going to go into the recesses of my mind and discuss shit that happened to me this week and shit that came to my mind. More specifically... Over the last couple of days, I listened to two podcasts in particular. One was um, the interview. Um, matter of fact, one was Oral Sessions by Renee Paquette, in which she interviewed her husband, John Moxley. And uh, he, or should I say they, discussed his journey you know, with dealing with alcoholism and, you know, becoming a new parent and so forth and returning back to work and the public scrutiny or, you know, the possibility of public scrutiny being his situation. And it was like two hours, two hours flew by. And it was very, 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 I, I, I'm not going to lie. I was touched. I was touched. And I, I laughed. I teared up a little bit. You know, like I like I told y'all before, I'm getting to that age. I guess 
maybe I need to get some testosterone pills, get my rage back. But you know, it just um it really touched me and 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 made me start getting in my emotions and all that other shit. Then the other podcast that I really listened to in depth was by my bro, the Mojo King, and his partner Willie Freeman. Um, their episode that dropped on Father's Day, entitled the Father's Day episode of Hip Hop Hidden Gems. And the stories slash uh, subject matter slash songs that they discussed um, once again had my mind turning and brought the emotions up. And it was really, I, I recommend that tenfold, a hundredfold, thousandfold, infinity fold, if that shit makes sense. You know, so those two podcasts made me kind of scrap whatever I might have had in had in mind, which really wasn't nothing. You know, I mean what the fuck I'm gonna talk about Kyrie. My thing is you might as well wait until the deadline. Either he's gonna resign or he's gonna leave. There's nothing really to talk about but that. That's what they have to do to fill up space. You know, hypotheticals. I don't feel like talking about hypotheticals of Kyrie. Everybody knows my feelings on Kyrie. If not, check the archives. Shit. So, and uh, yeah, so I figured I'll just have story time with Donnie fucking ooh this week. Uh, Disgust will be... uh, my journey, Mr. Met's journey back home. And at home is City Field. The first time I've stepped foot into City Field since, ooh, is it 19? What? Uh, was it 19 or 18? I think it was 18, 2018, 2018. So it's been four years. It's been four years. And it felt so nice, it felt so good, it felt so sweet. Yeah, so I will be discussing my journey back home and my uh, disgust with that imposter who's running around with um, the missus. I had to, I wanted to make sure the scenes were still in the same position as they were before, but he was too far away. He was blo- he was cop blocking. Put it blank. Put it bl- be blunt. Be blunt. He was cop blocking. Yeah, you know, shoot. But it doesn't really matter because I got my own Mrs. Met at home. And trust me, the glove is nice and tight. Anyway, as you can tell, I'm I'm on some bullshit this week. So, yeah, that would be discussed. And I'll probably actually discuss about my actual team, the Amazons. Um, What else? Shoot. Oh, yeah. And also, I will sprinkle some Yankee slander. With some extra Lowry's on that shit, Mister McDowell. Shoot, cause I got a, I got an interesting interesting tidbit concerning Mister McDowell in the New York Stankies. So yeah, and uh, yeah, so that's what's on tap this week. Um, 
before I actually get this shit on the way, I would be remiss. Um, this past week, I woke up two consecutive days. Two consecutive days, I woke up getting ready to go to work to some bullshit. A bullshit ruling, a bullshit, yeah, bullshit ruling by the Supreme Court. First one was dealing with the gun laws, specifically how it affected New York, and um, which is like I like I told y'all before, which was very ironic because we done had like three or four mass shootings. All the politicians go out. Oh my God, we, this is a terrible thing. Thoughts and prayers. That's why I always say I hate that fucking terminology nowadays. Thoughts and prayers to to all the victims, and then you turn around, and less than a month later, or maybe a little over a month later, you got the government. Yes, a the a branch of the government. You know, making it easier for these tragedies to keep on happening so that was bullshit number one and truth be told for those who don't know i'm a man i will never let anybody or anything get three strikes on moi two strikes and even that is like yo fucked up so to me this week was strike number one I get up the next morning. Well, next morning, yeah, right. Get up the next afternoon. I start getting myself ready for my shoot job. I turn the TV on, turn it to New York One, you know, because I got to be in tune with the news. Got to know what, the, what what I'm about to go out into the world when I open that front door. I'm looking at the front door. Yeah. Shit, I should have been looking at the front door coming back in the house. Because Supreme Court was on some bullshit again. This time, they rolled back Roe versus Raid and pretty much reverted it back to the states. With, you know, little things here and there. I'm not going to get specific because right now, <laughs> i just not going to get specific. But... The gist of it is the government for a, a, a what you call it, a, a law, a rule, a, a standing a, that's been in effect for 50 years, a generation. You just revert that back. The government having some type of say or wanting or forcing their say on human beings women their their rights their bodily rights it's not so you have you have a whole bunch of i have a whole bunch of emotions i mean i'm i'm pissed off i'm a man but I'm pissed off because this is like, to me, it's a whole bigger picture. But by saying a whole bigger picture, you're, to me, being disrespectful of, once again, the woman and their rights. 
men, we 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 have to do everything we can to support them, support their rights, because, like I said, I I I'm not I'm 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 not gonna go too in depth in it because I'm really probably not in the, <laughs> not not in the right state of mind to go into it um as much as i really want to and be actually knowledgeable on what i'm talking about so you know credit for me for that for admitting that but anyway but what it boils down to is should anything should anybody be surprised the the whole this was in action six six years ago was the time to do what we needed to do to prevent this from happening. But everybody didn't want a woman to become commander in chief, president of the United States. They say, you know what? Instead of having this broad in office, we rather Oh, this dude, yeah, the uh, the apprentice dude, yeah, him, yeah, Mister M- Mister Orange, yeah, we'll, we'll vote for him, or we won't vote for it all, or if we can't get Bernie, well, fuck it. This is where the seeds really sprouted. I mean, this has been in play for fifty years. You know, all we, uh, that would combine with America's revenge. To me, 45 was America's revenge for eight years of Obama. Read between the lines the way, you, if you need be. So is it really surprising that America decides, yeah, we're going to prevent, we're going to, we're going to tell you what, you, you know, whether, whether or not you feel like having that child. We're gonna penalize you. We're gonna we're gonna you're gonna have a punitive charge against you. You're gonna outlaw it. So now now it goes back into the fifties. Like maybe this is not the greatest analogy, but this is the best way I can explain it to y'all, the masses out there. Dirty dancing. Back in 87, I think which was, it was supposed to be taking place in the late 60s, right? I mean, early 60s, right? And uh, Johnny's pet, uh, dancing partner with on, in the juke joints, she got knocked up, quote unquote. Matter of fact, I rescind that. She got pregnant. And she ended up trying, which girl, she ended up trying to go to, uh, you know, elite, you know, method, yeah, illegal abortion, um, dude. F'd up. Baby's father was a doctor. So, Johnny asked Baby pretty much to do the, you know, which girl, do the connection. Baby went, asked, which girl, told, told the pops, and you know, which called nurse to back to health. But that was because the shit was outlawed. But, you know, for one reason or another, the woman, she didn't, you know, 
Maybe she got raped. Or even if she didn't get raped, it's unwanted. And back, which go back to the clip that I played before this intro. It is ironic, the fact that the, this government now wants to, which go wants to force you to have a child, right? Whether for what for whatever reason you you know, it, they want to force you to have that, right? But then when you have that child, you're not able to take care of it. You're not able to provide for it. Yeah, well, you know, shoot, you shouldn't have had that child. Oh, yeah, you just want to have children, which go and eat off the government. Oh, yeah, you know, remember, shoot, welfare queens in the 70s? Shoot, which go the fucking inspector had to come to your house? You got fucking stash shit? Wasn't allowed to have a fucking brand new TV? Uh, brand new TV? Where you get the money from? Fucking Claudine. <laughs> Shoot, better, better hide the toaster. Shoot. You know, I mean, it's it's fucking crazy. So, you know, one hand, on one hand, they're saying one thing, and on the other hand, they're really putting you in a fucking box. But, yeah. So, that's the type of shit I woke up to this morning. I mean, on this week. And it really put me in a really pessimistic mood, even more so than usual. And if you, you hear that shit in the background, that's a Mr. McDowell. I wonder I wonder if they commence um, recording an episode of G.I. I wonder. This is live and in color. This is crazy. Because when I probably wake up in the morning, I'll hopefully see a new episode of G.I. And then when they wake up, they can see Mr. Donnie fucking Ooh on their podcasting streaming apparatus. But I digress. But yeah, it's just, it's just put me in really in a, in a big, well, in a more pe- pessimistic mood than I normally am in. You know, I, I, I just, I have two daughters. And I have a wife, of course. I have, I have nieces. I have a sister. I had a mom. And it's just, I, you know, in a situation like this, I feel helpless. You know, I feel helpless for a lot of th- for a lot of reasons when it comes to this country right now. Shoot, I told. An individual that I feel like America's in distress. The more I think about it, I'm like, shoot, when hasn't it been in distress? Just been varying degrees. Shit. But anyway, so with that being said, let's get story time with Donnie Ooh on the fucking way, huh? Without further ado. Good night, Mwah! and goodbye. Bang. Story number one. <laughs> Story number one concerns Mr. Mother Effin' Met, Donnie Effin' Ooh, returning to City Field. Returning home to my, the home of the amazings, the home of the 
best team in the National League with 47 wins and 27 losses. We have been 500 this week, but I'm not going to talk about the standings right now because it's already known that my mother effing Mets are numero uno in the National League total and specifically the National League East. Or more specifically than that, number one in my heart and soul and number one in New York. Yeah, I said it. Yeah, I don't give a fuck if the Yankees got 53 wins and the New York Mets have 47 wins. Yeah, I know the math doesn't fucking add up. I know two and two is not adding up to four right now. But this is my story and this is how the fuck it's going to go. Okay. Okay. Now, where was I? Yeah, so in the last week, I am not going to get more specifically than that because I do not want to incriminate myself. <laughs> and I probably just said it's way too much already. Um, I ventured out to City Field with two of my compadres from my shoot job. Two of my compadres from the group text for years. Damn, it's going on a couple years now we done did the group text thing. Ain't that a bitch? Anyway, yeah, I'm, sp I'm speaking specifically to them right now because I'm quite sure they better be fucking listening. <laughs> yeah, I'm on some bullshit right now. Don't mind me because I've had... A couple sips of the Henny Colada. Yes, the Henny Colada, a.k.a. the Henny Colada Nutcracker that I had in the freezer for the last three weeks. And I just unveiled that shit. Yeah. Anyway, see, I'm about to go on a fucking tangent. But, yeah, we went to the Mets game against the Florida Marlins. Matter of fact, the Miami Marlins. My bad. See how old I'm going. I am. Smitty from the group home in Bergen Beach. And my motherfucking man. My motherfucking ace. Matter of fact, that's my motherfucking ace. My motherfucking man also. Smitty from the group home in Bergen Beach. So matter of fact, both of these motherfuckers are my motherfucking mans. In them. And the second motherfucker that I, I didn't... Yeah, I didn't say way too many MFs. Sorry, sorry, Sister U. I apologize. I know I just sprayed that shit like a... <laughs> like an AK, mother F of this, mother F of that. And I still haven't fucking said Alan's name. <laughs> I should have said the other one, but anyway, my bad. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, so we we went to the game um this uh, this past week. Um and I'm gonna give you a recap of my journey to the game. Because that's what's going to make the story just that sweeter. Yeah. I had to get that shit out of there. Whew. So I wake up that morning and I'm already uh, dreading um, going to the game. Because to be blunt, I was kind of leery. 
you know, like I've told, well, like, like hopefully y'all have known or y'all don't know, you know, I had COVID about a month, month and month and change ago. So, you know, after having two years of successfully playing tag with that shit, and then I finally got caught, you know, I wasn't really keen on going around potentially uh, 30, 40,000 people. You know, but then at the same time, I didn't want to wear one of these big bulky ass masks either. I, I, you know, I was going to wear a mask, but, you know, even though we outside and everything, but, you know, I'm, I'm just leery. So that's number one. Number two, this first time ever, ever in my life, I went to see a game during the day. I've always gone to night games. So it's always it's always like a pattern to it. Always know what to expect, or what what I used to be able to expect. This one was way, way off. That means Donnie U has to get up in the morning. Because I live in Brooklyn, the game is in Queens, and I had to take a combination of driving and, and getting on a train. Another thing that I was dreading on getting on which is ironic for those who actually know me. And that's all I'll say about that. But I wasn't trying to get on the train. I'm like, yo, I heard they be doing a lot of stabbings on the, on the seven. I ain't trying to get on the seven for coming all the way from court square all the way to the stadium. Fuck that. Now I got to be close to people all up close. Cause it's going to be crowded. I'm not getting it super duper early. It was supposed to, you know, start at one forty. I, you know, I usually, when I go by myself, or even when I go went with the fam, you know, I usually get there maybe beginning of the, you know, maybe the beginning of the second inning. You know, by the time we get to our seats, we're probably in the season the third inning. That's just me, because by that time, the majority of the crowd done, le- done left. So, so um, anyway, I get up. And um, beforehand, you know, we trying to map out everything. And I was told, yo, if you if you get here by a certain certain for a certain time, you could probably get a spot, maybe about a couple blocks from the stadium. I'm like, eh, yeah, I know, but uh, nah, <laughs> I get the fuck up. <laughs> so, um, I get like I said, I get up at, get up that morning. You know, uh, had some gangster loving. And then I commenced to get out the house. And uh, on my en route there, uh, while I'm corresponding with the fellas, an out of control BMW is swirling, it's swerving behind me. So I have to pull over to the side. And if I wouldn't have pulled over to the side, he would have he caught me in the rear. Pause. But I just oh so so now my nerves are a little rattled a little bit. I'm like, all right, let me play the Stevie Runder. Let me calm down. You know, I which go I get on the BQE, I start driving, and then I'm looking for a space because now I'm running behind. So finally, when I get the space, I get on. I'm I'm getting on the train. So I call Zal. I'm like, yo Zal, yo what um, what station to get off? When eleventh or Willis Point? He was like, get off of uh, Willis Point, 111th. <laughs> or at least that's what I heard in my head. 
I heard in my head, and for years, for years, because I used to live out in Flushing for a short time. So for years, I always thought that was the name of the station, 111th Willis Point. No, it's Willis Point, and then there's 111th. There's two different stations. So, of course, my dumbass, I get off at 111th, thinking, yo, that's where the fuck they gonna be. So I get downstairs on yo, where the fuck y'all at? Yo, we're in front of this, we're in front of the stairs. No, you're not. I'm right in front of the stairs. I don't see y'all. Where you at? 111th. Yeah, that's what that's what you told me to get off. No, I told you to get off Willis Point. The stadium. I'm like, no. All right, fuck it. I'm walking now. Cause I'm not getting back on the train and take one stop. I'm gonna have to wait like like 10, 15 minutes for the next train. Then I'm gonna have, you know, then I'm gonna make them even later. I know they was tight because they probably like this motherfucker gonna come, come all late. So I'm walking. By the time I get there, I'm out of breath because you know my stamina still ain't great. So I finally get there. Say what up? Da 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 da. Which got pound, you know, pounded up, right? We walking. Okay, I'm out of breath. I'm out of breath. My exact, my exact, my anxiety is through the roof. I'm looking around. It's been so long since I've actually been at that stadium when the when the Mets are actually good. So it's actually, you know, you can feel the energy in the air. You know, people out there playing the music and so forth. It was just a, it was a beautiful feeling. So we get into the stadium. And you know, uh, first we're going to um, get out. What the hell? This is crazy. But yeah, we're going to get our um, seats. So he shows me the ticket. So we got, you know, we get to the level, go to the seats, or about to go to the seats. For some reason, I, I could swore it was like three twenty eight. It was three twenty six. So I'm walking past and I'm figuring, you know, this is where we're about to go. So I turn around. There's like, where you going? I'm like, 328. There's like, no, we back here. I'm like, oh. So yo, I'm 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 just really looking crazy. Looking really crazy. Anyway. So we was like, fuck it. Let's go get something to eat before we go to go to the seats. Great. Great. So we're walking, we're walking around to the, all the way to the opposite side of the stadium for where our seats were, which are great. Now, mind you, I'm out of shape. I ain't going to fucking lie because the next day I was no effing good. When I tell you I was no good, my whole body was aching. My legs were sore. <laughs> but um, so we go back there and we're going and I didn't realize they was going to get sausages. Or should I say, I didn't realize the sausages they was about to get were pork. I don't eat pork. So I'm like, fuck. Do I chance it? Do I? Because I really want this damn sausage, especially as a premio. A premio grilled sausage from the ballpark? Oh, you know that shit's slamming. Or do I stay steadfast and say, no, no pork on my fork, strictly fish in my dish? <laughs> Donnie Fall victim. <laughs> Sucker, you wish. <laughs> anyway, I was like, no, I'm going to stay steadfast. So 
I was like, yeah, go get the sausages. Don't worry about me. I, you know, I'll figure something out. So my man Zal was like, yo, chicken spit, chicken spot right there. I'm like, chicken spot, sweet chick. Yes. So I go to sweet chick, get me a nice OG chicken sandwich. When I say this OG chicken sandwich was delicious. The breast fully marinated with herbs and spices. And when I say that shit was like a club, it was a big ass club with two pieces of bread on it. When I say I didn't need no, I didn't need no ketchup, no mayonnaise. I didn't need no condiments on this shit. This shit was so fucking amazing. I ate that shit with, and I had like a couple of waffle chips, which might as well should have been potato chips because that's how hard they were. I failed to realize that the beers that they serve is the equivalent of two beers in a six pack. So motherfucking Zal just texts the motherfucker three o'clock in the morning. Yeah, brother. <laughs> I have no idea what it is. You know what? I sh- no, I'm not. I'm not going to do that shit right now. But anyway, but um, yeah. This shit, this shit was just so fucking amazing. Oh yeah, the um the beer. So I had two cans of beer. So that's the equivalent of about four beers. Mm. When I say that blue moon was hitting, that blue moon was hitting, boy. But I kept it responsible because my certain weight, the certain amount of beer that I had. Plus, the certain amount of calories I was going to walk back from the station to the train station. We was going to get exactly on the train station. The first one, we was going to walk to the second one. The one that I got off mistakenly at. Walk up, walk back, walk back Smitty from the group home so he could go back to Bergen Beach. Me and Zal was going to get back on the train. But besides all that, while we, I just missed the fucking middle. And the middle was the motherfucking Mets lost. They lost. Damn, I didn't ramble for 15 minutes, but they lost. But that's par for the course because I normally, matter of fact, not normally, I've never witnessed my Mets, my Amazons win a game ever in person. So I'll probably never go to a playoff game. Definitely won't go to a World Series game, I'll watch that shit at home until my streak is broken. But we got, I think we got the, um, we got the lead in the top of the seventh or the top of the sixth. And then we promptly coughed that shit up. That shit was hilarious because I was telling them, I'm telling you right now. I am a jinx when it comes to watching these games. I mean, this team. Definitely jinx. It makes no sense. This is this is right before. This is right before Lugo actually coughs up the fucking game. 
he 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 when I say he was horrible, horrible. Horrible. Look at this. It's me. My street. I don't think you want to take you to any field trip on another Yeah. It is now five to one. If this shit ever focuses. There we go. Five to one. And they're leaving Oral Cam Boyd in the game. Gas can Lugo. Any problems, sir? He's the reason why gas prices up. <laughs> Everybody want Blake Biden in this Lugo. He fell off the bike. <laughs> <laughs> he says, fuck the gas. Let me take a bike and fall off the bike. Shoot. You gonna, you gonna blow the gas? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, don't buy the phone on the bike. Was it? Yeah, I saw that. Yo, didn't Garcia leave off, lead off this inning? Can I remember seeing that 24 before? I'm not paying six dollars for riding this fucking bike. Look, oh, and another one. <laughs> Yay! Way to go, Seth! Yeah! Yeah! Take the walk of shame. Check this hand. Yo, Seth, I love you, but yo, you still get up today. I like Seth Rogen. Yeah, funny. Yes, yes, we had a beautiful time. We had a beautiful time. Yes, I, I, I swear, one, one of these years, I will actually become tech, technically enough, well, technical, tech, savvy. I will, I will learn how to actually manipulate the audio and seamlessly integrate that audio into my podcast so it won't sound so crude. And speaking of crude, and that brings me to, no, 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 no. I want to put that to the side. I'm going to put that to the side because I got to put a bottom line on this. Of course, we lost that game, I believe, 6-2 or 7-2 or whatever. But it wasn't so much the actual outcome of the game that was important. It was the camaraderie of three lifelong Met fans sharing in the in the atmosphere, in the atmosphere of this season is going to be different. The season is definitely going to be different. And each one of us went back to our respective destinations and uh we're gonna do this again we're gonna damn sure do this again especially right in the middle of pennant season and i'm gonna let y'all i'm gonna let y'all know when that shit gonna happen again because mr met is gonna come back home part two it's gonna drop probably right after that right after that shit happens but speaking of crude Speaking of crude, that brings me to a Mr. McDowell in the New York Stankies. I, I never, I never, I never thought it was going to come to this. I swear, I never thought it was going to come to this. He said some very disparaging words against Mr. Met. He said, 
Well, matter of fact, the New York Yankees got no hit this past Saturday, which was great for me, and it was great for the Mojo King. So we was on Twitter going back and forth, having, you know, dancing on the grave of that particular day's loss of the New York Stankies. I wake up. I'm like, wow. I saw something that I that will not be not be told because I do believe in privacy. But um I was like, wow. Do you know why I bask in the glory? Bask in this glory of the Yankees anytime they stink it up. Because, yeah, it's partly uh, uh, it's partly because of the little brother syndrome. I'm not going to lie. But it's also because I know all this shit is a mirage. Like, I ain't going to lie. For as much of a Mets fan that I am, and even though I might be teased and said that I'm a fair weather fan, I've been a Mets fan true and blue and orange since 1983, since I was seven years old. That's been my team. Why? I I, I guess maybe because it, it just was embedded in me. Because I remember my, my, my grandmother sometimes would watch the baseball games on Sunday afternoons on Channel 9. And she would, you know, she would sometimes tell me she would go to Ebbets Field back in the day. So the Mets, I guess, nationally, that was always me. Americanly, it just never felt right looking at the Yankees. But I say all that to say this. Back in the 90s and early 2000s, you know, the dynasty with Jeter, and Bernie and all and all those dudes. No matter what, I will truly say this, and I admit I I've always respected that particular team, that particular dynastic team. Everything else has always been a mirage. This included Judge just won, or it shows it. They just came to an uh, arbitration agreement in which he's getting 19 mil for this year. Great. I would be very surprised if they really give into his full demands in the offseason. That means they're going to allow Judge to walk because they probably feel it's the system more than the players. They could plug and play. Tell me I'm lying. You're not trying to actively get rid of um, Stanton to make room to give your homegrown talent that that bread that he wants. Oh, y'all. So he's going to go back. He's going to, like I said, he's going to go take the downtown number four train 
from Yankee Stadium to Grand Central. He's going to jump on that number seven train. He's going to take it to City Field, not 111th Street, but City Field. And he's going to go to Mr. Cohen and shake his hand and rub it in the face of the Stankies for years to come. Because, yeah, Mr. Cohen is that ignorant that he will give a 31-year-old player a 10-year contract. Trust and believe. He's going to give that man $350 million. Just to rub it in the face of stankies. Just to rub it in the face of transplanted stankies fans. Just to rub it in the face of everybody. So, also, what's a mirage is everybody knows that when it comes down to it, Garrett Cole is not a clutch pitcher. And y'all hitched your wagons to him. Y'all gave him the 350, but y'all won't give Judge the 350. And I've said this time and time again. Why is that? Why is that? I don't know. It's just it's it's just boggling my mind. No, truthfully, I, and I don't, I don't mean it sarcastically. I don't need mean it to make which going for you to read between the lines. I'm just asking why why is that? That's your homegrown player. But um, everybody knows y'all gonna win about 118 games this year, unless y'all shut it down in September. Y'all gonna roll through the divisional champ or in divisional round, and y'all gonna go into the championship game, and y'all gonna get stumped. Y'all gonna only average about two runs a game, and then it's gonna go back back to the drawing board. This time without Aaron Judge. I'm calling it now. If if y'all get over the hump and finally get to the World Series for the first time in 12, 13 years, y'all will meet defeat at the hands of y'all know who. Yeah. Your arch rivals. Your uh Patriot, uh, your, your, uh, your, 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 your motherfucking little brothers from the Queens, the borough of Queens, Queens, Queens. I, I, I've, I've never liked Queens, but still, if the Mets, if the Mets moved to Brooklyn, it would be great. It, it would be wonderful. Even though I don't know where the fuck they play. Hmm. Shit. Maybe Coney Allen. Who knows? Anyway, but yeah. So, yeah, that was story time with Donnie fucking ooh. Well, at least this one. <laughs> Probably won't happen again. <laughs> well, people, that brings us to the end of another edition of the Salty Daughter Donnie Ooh podcast. Yeah, I told y'all I was going to get in and get out. Real nice and quick, even though I tried to give it to y'all nice and slow. Ooh, I don't know how that came out. Anyway, next week, probably more the same, but maybe a little bit more elaborate. Maybe maybe actually talk about actual sports this week. 
well, next week, because I didn't really talk about sports this week, but I told y'all I wasn't really going to talk about sports this week. You know, I wasn't going to force it. You know what I'm saying? Now I'm saying the fuck shit. Anyway. <laughs> Shoot. But, um, yeah. I'd like to thank each and every one of y'all for making me in this here podcast the one y'all choose to listen to. Yeah. I, I don't got no witty way to fucking transition into it. Uh, here come the plugs. Easytree.me slash what is Donnie Ooh. Easytree.me slash what is Donnie Ooh for everything Donnie Ooh. This podcast you're listening to can be reached at easytree.me slash what is Donnie Ooh. Salty Thoughts of Donnie Ooh merch. Can be bought at, yes, really can be bought at. Yeah, actually, you know, like if you type the shit up and, you know, check out and, you know, put your. That can be done at easytree.me slash for the Donnie Ooh. <laughs> and as always, if y'all want to hear Donnie Ooh spit that hot fire, that can be heard at. Easy tree dot me slash what the Donnie Ooh. So it's the Donnie Ooh podcast is available on multiple streaming platforms where ever podcasting is available. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Inca.fm, amongst others. Not only that, if you take my RSS feed and insert it in your podcast apparatus feed, guess what? Guess what happened? That's right. That's right. Donnie Ooh's black ass will pop up on said feed. Mm. That's a wonderful sight. So I guess those are the plugs for me. Now, the plugs for others. Check out the Black Wrestling Podcast. Check out the Black Wrestling Podcast on YouTube. Like and subscribe. Check them out on YouTube every Thursday night around 8.35 p.m. for PRP Live. Check out Math, Cal, Drip, Bam, Mimi. Check them out. Check them out on Patreon. Like and subscribe. Pay to one or pay to ten. But whatever. Check them out. Check out my homie, the Mojo King, and his Hidden Gems Golf. Where each week he unearths all the hidden gems in the world of fantasy golf. Check them out each week. Even if you are not interested in fantasy golf, like I said time and time again, you'll still be able to garner some jewels that you'll be able to use in fantasy sports in general. And maybe parlay that into getting some coin. Check out Hidden Gems Golf. And he always double dips, double dip he does. Check out the aforementioned Hip Hop Hidden Gems where him and his partner, Willie Freeman, unearth all the hidden gems in 
hip hop, especially this past week, their latest latest episode entitled Father's Day episode, in which they talk about all, well, not all, but they talk about in depth some of the fatherly bonds, the fatherly verses, the fatherly songs, and the offspring of certain artists in the world of hip-hop, in the history of hip-hop. And there's also some very personal antidotes that touched yours truly. Truly, truly. Check out that episode and check out Hip-Hop Hidden Gems. Check out Hidden Gems Golf because they are both a part of the 19 Media Club. Check out G. I, that's right. Check out G I Winchester. Ah, and McDowell. Where each week the dynamic duo go back and recap the past weeks in happenings in the world of professional wrestling. Especially, specifically, AEW, WWE, New Japan, and Impact Wrestling when it matters. And very seldom it does in the big picture of things. Check them out this week where I'm quite sure by the time y'all are listening to this, they will have dropped the post-show of... AEW slash New Japan's Forbidden Door. An actual show that I neglected to purchase. If you're a hardcore fan, you'll figure out by the end of this episode. Hint, hint. But yeah, check out G.I. Gimmick Infringement, where each week they have segments even if you don't give a fuck about wrestling they have segments such as hot take tie yes hot take tie where each week tie lets the masses know what has gotten his gander this past week check out one day when you have children yes where each week winchester gives fatherly advice or just a folly antidote with him and his lovely one and imparts wisdom, jewels, etc. on Tyler. Let him know one day when you have children, this is what to expect. And of course, my truly favorite, because I just love saying it, back in the day. Yeah, that's right, back in the day. Y'all know Y'all know what, you know what back in the day is about, right? Yeah. They talk about shit that happened back in the day. Ain't that a bitch? <laughs> Gimmick infringement. Yes. Winchester and McDowell. Oh, Winchester and McDowell. Yes. Check them out on YouTube. Like and subscribe. Check them out in podcasting audio form on Spotify. Matter of fact, every damn streaming platform where podcast is available, 
and on iHeartMedia, right? I think so, right? Yeah, I believe so. If I'm mistaken, I apologize. But that's just because I'm trying to promote the shit out of y'all. Ha-ha. <laughs> Check out Gimmick Infringement on YouTube. Like and subscribe because they all are also a part of the 19 Media Group. It's like 3.30 in the morning, so I'm really trying not to scream. Last but not, definitely not least, Body on Bottles on YouTube. Like and subscribe. Yeah, that's right. Body on Bottles on YouTube. Like and subscribe. Because you know I usually be banging that shit, but I can't do it right now. <laughs> Check out his latest episode, Body More Bottles, episode 46, Kicking Knowledge, volume 2. Where? He talks about the truth about single barrels and barrel proof. I got to check it out myself, but I'm promoting this shit right now because I know this shit is fire. Body more bottles on YouTube. Like and subscribe with the flow. Yeah. So I guess I'll check y'all next week. And uh, stay safe out there. All right. Be easy. Goodbye. Bye.
but that brings me to the reason why I figured, yeah, oh yeah, by the way, if you're on here, hey, hey guys, Donnie Postscript here. <laughs> but yeah, that brings me to the reason why I, I'm dropping this little tidbit, this little addendum. Um, the reason why I didn't order Forbidden Door was there was a lot of factors. Now, like I told, I mean, I've said before, I just recently started watching the AEW pay-per-views. I guess that goes back to Double or Nut in 2021. Matter of fact, no, that's okay. I've watched all of them, but regardless, I'm 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 I'm, I'm talking in gibberish right now. I apologize. But me and my son would go back and forth. So he used to he used to which go he used to pay for him. I used to watch him. Then I told him I was like, you know what? That one was good. That one was good. That one was good. Okay, that's three in a row. Next one's on me. Because I've enjoyed them. So he said, okay. So I was like, you know what we do? I'll pay for each one until it comes to one that I don't particularly like. He said, that's fair. So I was like, look, you know, therefore they're earning my money. And it's not about it's not about the fifty dollars, but it's about the fifty dollars. In this way, we've gotten so spoiled as a wrestling fan that everything is in the palm of my hands for chump change. For the last eight nine years. You've had WWE at the palm of your hands for at least ten dollars and most times free. So anytime between ten any any time anyway between ten and ten dollars and free, you was able to watch WWE whenever the fuck you want. You watch the uh, WrestleMania whenever the fuck you want for less than ten dollars. Right? Then even me, you know, I watch which car I got I, I got New Japan World. I got that subscription. That's ten dollars a month. And I ain't gonna lie, I haven't really been in debt with New Japan for about a year because the pandemic to me kind of ruined it for me. I just started, I, I, I stayed up and watched Dominion and, and, and saw Jay White one. And that was the first time I stayed up for New Japan in over a year. I didn't even stay up this year for um, Wrestle Kingdom, which I felt. I felt felt like the withdrawal. Like I'm going to work. I would take off because I knew I was going to stay up until about seven o'clock in the morning. Watch Wrestle Kingdom because Wrestle Kingdom is like five five hours long. Stay up until about eight o'clock in the morning. Watch watch my Japanese wrestling. People thought I was crazy. I'm like, this is shit. So the re- that's where I say it, it's it's about the money. Because now it's like, all right, you have to, you have to prove, or should I say, you have to earn me putting this disposable income on you, you know. And trust me, 
I blow a lot of money on some bullshit. Oh, the amount. I wish. Sometimes I look at my wrestling shirt collection. I'm like, damn, that's a fortune right there. Anyway. But, um. So, it was a combination of double to nothing left a little bit of a bad taste in my mouth. I can't, I, I can't put my finger on it. It wasn't so much the wrestling. It's, I mean, it wasn't really so much the wrestling. It's never really the wrestling per se. I just couldn't put my finger on it. I just couldn't get into it. That was the first one in, shoot, since the inception that I really wasn't feeling. But still, I was like, all right, Forbidden Doors coming up. All right, cool. Not a problem. And like I said, it was the fact of you got Brian injured. You got Punk injured. You got trying to cram everybody in there. You didn't know. I mean, because of scheduling conflicts, Okada couldn't come in there. Then you had this, the confusing thing with the interim champion and the in the bullshit um, tournament and battle royal, and then you, it was too jumbled up. It was too forced. It was too rushed for my standards. I'm not going to lie. This, out of the whole card, there's three matches that I wanted to see. I wanted to see the Moxie Tanahashi. I went, I actually wanted to see the Osprey Orange Cassidy. And I wanted to see the four-way only because I knew it was going to be decent. But not decent enough to me. Yo, I'm going to put $50 down on this. So, Okada to me, if you put Okada in a one-on-one against Page or against Cole, even against Cole, to me, that's more of a draw to me. Also, also, what was one of the drawbacks to me, and people say, oh, well, now I'm a wrestling fan of a certain ilk. So I know who these people are. But the majority of people don't know who they are. So the lack of the build or the lack of the background hurt the hurt the bit hurt the product hurt to me hurt purchases. If a person who actually know who the fuck these people are was raving like, well, last minute decision because really it was a last minute decision. Story time with Donnie fucking ooh again. My son. Because, you know, when I order it, I tell him, like, y'all order it. Go ahead, you know, watch the shit. So he calls me. He's like, hey, Dad, uh, you order Forbidden Door? I was like, uh, no. He was like, no? I said, no. He said, oh, man. He said, I woke up that, I woke up this morning. I was just hype. So I figured you was, gonna, you was just going to order it. I'm like, uh, yeah, that, I just, I wasn't feeling it. I wasn't feeling it. Really. And I wouldn't say no shade, but no, it's all the shade because 
This is a person that's purchased the last four to five, the last four to five with no brainers. Like, of course I'm ordering this shit. Of course I'm watching it. This one to me, it was like, all right, you know, yeah, their matchups on there. I know the wrestling's going to be good, but it doesn't really, I don't see nothing. I'll 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 probably be able to watch the Moxley match somewhere else. I just don't, I don't see it. That's just me. And I feel like that's probably a lot of other people. So instead of telling other people, well, you know, you just need to figure them out. You, you know, you got to do your research to figure out who these people are. No. You want those people who don't know who these people are. These people are. My bad. These people are. What the fuck? Sound like a what the hell? But yeah, you have to figure that out. You have to explain that somehow, some way. Or, I mean, you, if the relationship is good, yeah, okay. Two days before you have the, you have the, uh, the countdown to Forbidden Door show, right? Which is always, the countdown shows are always great. But by that time, how how many people might have tuned out by that time? That's all the which court the um the other side is saying. You know, but um that's neither here nor there. I just like I said, I just feel like a person like me who know who these people are, I know who Katamado is. I know who Desperado is. Shingo. And I wish which got Takahashi when it came over. Hiromu. I know who these people are. I know who fucking Goto is. I'm not I'm not trying to feel like why why they on my screen. It was just the fact that I was all right, what's gonna what's going forward from here? Am I buying it as an exp- exhibition? Or am I buying it as all right, this is AEW Canon also. Because if I'm buying it as AEW Canon also, then I want to see, all right, what's going to springboard from here in the future? What's going to springboard here to the next event, you know, that they do together? I don't know. I'm overthinking it prob- probably perhaps you know the handy makes somebody overthinks overthink but yeah but that, yeah that, that's pretty that's pretty much basically it you know I, I wasn't gonna go full full nuclear because like I said I, I'd be a hypocrite if I did you know if they had a great show uh you know the the feedback is say, yeah, the wrestling was great. There was no bad booking per se. So I guess a thumbs up, you know. Uh, I hope this lead into uh, this build up to, to all out. You know, it's great. So make me want to purchase and spend and depart $50 from my wallet. So, yeah. Anyway, shoot. I told you, I, I, I'm... 
I don't know. This, like I said, this is just the heel in me. I told y'all I will never talk about wrestling on my regular segmented podcast episodes. Never, ever again. I don't even know why. I just feel like being some bullshit. And plus, also, the real hardcore fans, the real ones that ride with the salty thoughts of Donnie Ooh, will always be able to listen to it regardless. It's not like I'm have a fucking cheat code on it. No, you just got to listen to it after the whatever the hell. So, anyway, I'm, I'm babbling. So, goodbye.